Hello and welcome back to the Perceptive Podcast. I'm Morgan, I'm your host for all things spooky, crazy, haunted and more. If you're new to the Perceptive Podcast, I'm Morgan, I'm a bit of a skeptic, but I'm doing this to open my mind to the world of the mysterious. So, just to kick things off, I've been on a bit of a hiatus. I've been trying to get all my assignments done for uni and trying to make sure that I pass everything. I am back now with the first big case of Perceptive Season 2. For this episode, we are going to the Western North Atlantic. I'll be talking about something which has caused havoc for centuries and is still about to this day. I'll be talking about Hurricane Alley, the Devil's Triangle, or as it's more famously known, the Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle is a section of the Atlantic Ocean which is bounded by Miami, Bermuda and Puerto Rico and it covers over 800,000 square kilometers. It is an area of water where dozens of ships and airplanes have disappeared, some of which have unexplained circumstances linked to them. The North Atlantic has been haunted by tales of the mystery that has come from the area, dating back as early as the 15th century. The first ever report to come out of the era was from Christopher Columbus on his first voyage to the New World. He stated that a great flame of fire fell from the sky and crashed into the sea one night. A few weeks later, he also reported that a strange light appeared in the distance. Columbus also reported that his compass was acting erratically. I want to get into the mysteries of the Bermuda Triangle before I go into any detail about possible theories or any evidence. Though there were some stories of the Bermuda Triangle, the area didn't really gain public attention until the 20th century. In 1918, the USS Cyclops and 300 people on board went missing. The 540 foot long, 165 meters coal hauler was presumed lost at sea and would be known as the greatest non-combat loss of life in the US Navy history. The disappearance promoted conspiracy theories from German spies to giant sea beasts. The last report of the USS Cyclops came in on 4th of March 1980 from Barbados. Commander Worley of the USS Cyclops reported that one of the ship's engines had become in- inoperative because of a cracked cylinder. The ship departed still on the 4th of March, but never made its scheduled docking in Maryland for the 13th of March. The USS Cyclops was never seen again. Another disappearance of a vessel in the Bermuda Triangle is the Witchcraft. A 23-foot cabin cruiser, or 7 meters, went missing in the Bermuda Triangle area on the night of the 22nd of December 1967. Burak, the owner, took it off shore only to watch the lights of Miami shoreline with his friend. They went a little out of ways from the shore and all was well until 9pm when the Coast Guard received a call for Burak. Burak mentioned that his boat may have hit something but it did not express any alarm. The Coast Guard arrived at approximately the location of the boat 19 minutes later but the boat had completely disappeared. The boat contained life jackets and flotation devices but nothing was ever found of the boat or the two men ever again. So now we move on to the story of the Mary Celeste. The story of the Mary Celeste starts in 1872 in New York City. The Mary Celeste and the Diagratia, a British brig, both set sail from New York but eight days apart. 
The Mary Celeste had set off first. The Diagratia was sailing through the choppy seas and found an unguided ship which was drifting through the sea. Upon closer inspection, it was discovered that the ship was the Mary Celeste. The crew of the Diagratia were confused as the Mary Celeste was already supposed to be at their destina destination, Gunao, in Italy. The Mary Celeste was intact. There was no sign of damage or pirate attacks, but there was also no sign of the seven crew members that were aboard. The crew of the Diagratia went to investigate the bowels of the ship in order to find any of the crew members of the Mary Celeste, but had no luck. There was no sign of the missing crew members, however, all 1,701 barrels of industrial alcohol was intact and the six months supply of food and water had not been used. The Mary Celeste had become a ghost ship. While the Mary Celeste was found 645 kilometers east of the Azores, a series of islands in the Atlantic Ocean belonging to Portugal, many people believed that the vessel had sailed through the Bermuda Triangle, condemning the crew to a dreadful fate. And now we move on to the story of the Star Tiger. On the 29th of January 1948, a British South American Airways Tudor 4 flight flying from Bermuda started its last leg. The Star Tiger was supposed to arrive in Bermuda on 30th of January at 5am. Neither the captain, Captain McMillan, or the other 31 people aboard were heard from again. On the 28th of January, Star Tiger started from Lisbon for its first leg of the journey to Santa Maria in the Azores. It was supposed to be a short stop in order to refuel, but due to bad weather and conditions and strong winds, Captain McMillan decided that they would fly to Bermuda the next day. 29th of January, the flight took off from Santa Maria despite strong winds. The captain decided to fly at exceptional low altitude of just over 600 meters in order to avoid the strong headwind that originates particularly due to the Gulf Stream at the Atlantic and more so in the winter. At 3.15am, most of the passengers were asleep or dozing. The radio operator of the flight pressed a button to get a position of the plane from the Bermuda's radio operator. The Bermuda operator responded given the position of the plane at 72 degrees. On receiving the message, the captain and the flight radio operator agreed that the estimated time of arrival at Bermuda would be 5am. The Bermuda operator tried to contact the Star Tiger later at 3.50am but got no response. He tried again at 4.30am when it was almost time for the flight to start its descent for landing. He did not get any response again and immediately declared a state of emergency. The plane's landing time at 5am had long passed and there was no trace of the flight, nor was there any distress call raised by the captain or the flight. There was a massive rescue operation launched by the USAAF, the US Army Air Force based at Bermuda, with 26 aircraft flying for over 880 hours to search for the Star Tiger. The operation lasted for 5 days and was eventually abandoned due to bad weather. They found no trace of the Star Tiger its passengers or the crew. And now I want to move on to the weirdest story that I have found so far that has come from the Bermuda Triangle. I found this personally very interesting and extremely weird. This is the story of the Ellen Austin and the ghost ship. The Ellen Austin had departed from Liverpool on the 5th December 1880 and was destined for New York. However, what no one expected was the strange events that would occur during the voyage. The journey went according to plan until they reached the 
Gaso Sea. I hope I'm saying that right. It's, but it's a body of water which overlaps the Bermuda Triangle. They reached this in 1881. A fog covered part of the water. They saw another schooner, which was a type of ship that they were sailing as well. And the schooner was just floating, and it seemed like no one was controlling it. Rather than move in immediately, the captain was suspicious that this might be some sort of pirate trap. And so they observed the mystery vessel for the next two days from afar, watching it continue about in its erratic, meandering course until it was deemed safe to approach. The Ellen Austin moved in towards the seemingly abandoned vessel through a thick veil of fog, and all attempts to contact the ship were met with silence. It was still decided to send out a boarding crew, and considering that it was seemingly well-maintained and a valuable ship was just sitting there, it was still suspicious enough that they went in armed. They boarded to silence. No pirates lurking in the shadows, waiting to engage them. There was no one at all. The ship seemed to be completely abandoned, lifeless. Although oddly there was no sign of any struggle and nothing appeared to be missing other than the captain's logbook and also the vessel's nameplate. Personal belongings were there, the food rations were there, even the cargo was still there and fully intact, which was a precious load of pure mahogany wood that would have been worth a small fortune. Why would the entire crew just leave it behind? The crew of the Ellen Austin had explored every nook and cranny of the empty vessel. Thinking that it would be a shame for all the valuable cargo to go to waste, Captain Henry Garrick assigned a crew to sail the empty vessel to New York. The two, the two ships would sail together and try to figure out what happened to the crew along the way. Everything went smoothly until a storm hit and separated the two ships. After two days, the storm had subsided, but the second ship had disappeared. Another day later, the crew of the Ellen Austin spotted the second ship again. It seemed to be drifting on the horizon. The Ellen Austin approached and expected to be greeted with the crew that had been placed on the ship. However, no one came to greet them. The crew was nowhere to be seen. The crew of the Ellen Austin searched the ship. There was no sign of anyone, just like the first time they had encountered the vessel. Everything was still intact, and there was no storm damage or any kind of damage for that matter. The only thing missing was the logbook, just like the original captain's logbook from the first time they had searched the ship. The crew of the Ellen Austin came to be under the impression that the ship was cursed, and they wanted to leave the vessel where it was so that it would continue to drift through the vast seas. Tempted by greed, Captain Garrick went about putting another crew aboard the cursed ship. This proved challenging, the crew were superstitious and they were terrified to go anywhere near the ship. After the captain offered weapons and to stay in very close proximity, a few wary sailors accepted the challenge, and so the two ships headed off again. After the two ships set off, the calm sea was covered by a thick fog. Despite the close proximity, the Ellen Austin lost sight of the other vessel again. The Ellen Austin spent some time scouring the fog looking for any sign of the other ship, but it was gone, and visibility was so poor it seemed impossible that they would see anything until the fog had lifted. When it finally did dissipate, just as suddenly as it had descended, it revealed clear horizons with no sign of the ship. It had vanished once again. This time, the terrified captain and the crew did not stop to look for it, instead heading on to New York as planned, after which the Ellen Austin would retire from packet service and sold to a German company. 
and that is the weirdest story I've heard come from the Bermuda Triangle. So there are a few theories and I want to start with the USS Cyclops because it is believed that the mystery of the USS Cyclops has been solved. Channel 5's 2018 documentary The Bermuda Triangle Enigma stated that they believe there is actually a logical explanation for the disappearance. The USS Cyclops was carrying over 10,000 tons of cargo from the Barbados to Baltimore and would go on a course that took it through the Bermuda Triangle. Before it left Jamaica, it filled out documentation detailing several issues with the cargo ship. These only came to light following an investigation into the disappearance. The logbook showed that the Cyclops was suffering engine failure and it was not used carrying such heavy loads. Experts believe that the unforgiving Atlantic waters may have been Experts believe that the unforgiving Atlantic waters may have become too much for an already struggling ship. Of course, this wouldn't be the Piscative podcast without exploring some of the other theories. So, some, some of the early explanations for disappearances were giant sea monsters, like the mythical Kraken. Originated from Norse mythology, the Kraken made its way into theories that spread throughout the Seven Seas. Many believe that this legendary creature is an over-exaggerated version of the colossal squid. Although the colossal squid is mainly found in the southern oceans, it wouldn't be difficult to have sightings further north. The largest known specimen of the colossal squid is 10 meters in length and weighed nearly 500 kilos. It's believed that females can grow up to 13 meters long and the sheer size of this alone would have rendered the most veteran sailors frozen with fear. Another theory that I personally like is sirens. In Greek mythology, sirens are mythical creatures that lured sailors with enchanting singing. This would cause a ship to shipwreck on the rocky coast of the Sirens Island. In Greek mythology, the siren is depicted as a combination of a woman and a bird, but 7th century Anglo-Latin mythology says that sirens are a combination of a woman and a fish, much like the modern-day mermaid that we know of. The sirens became a largely believed rumour among seafarers and were to blame for a lot of shipwrecks. These theories can explain the boats going missing. But how? What about the planes? What are the theories about planes going missing? Unless these creatures can also jump extremely high into the sky, it leaves the disappearances for planes open for discussion. One of the theories is that there is a wormhole in the Bermuda Triangle. A wormhole can be seen as a space-time shortcut that could possibly lead to time travel, travel to a different place in the universe, or even an alternate reality. While wormholes haven't been proven to exist, it is still a theory, as no one has returned from the lost aircraft and ships, and no evidence has been found of their demise, people believe that this is still a possibility. Another popular theory is aliens either disintegrating or abducting whole transports. It is proven that the Bermuda Triangle is one of the few places on Earth where a compass has trouble pointing true north. The triangle causes the compass to malfunction and point in different directions. While this can lead to an accident due to human error after that malfunction, people believe that a UFO can cause a compass to malfunction. The sceptical theory is that there is no mystery at all. It is actually a well-traveled area and there's always going to be accidents or incidents. It is simply statistically explainable because of the high volume of ships and planes that travel there. But that's a boring theory. What do I personally believe? I think it's called Hurricane Alley for a reason. 
Surely there's plenty of accidents which cause a lot of disappearances. I'm I'm not surprised that wrecks haven't been found in such a large body of water. However, saying that, I do think the story of what the crew of the Ellen Austin saw was interesting. The, the fact that the ship disappeared twice and the crew was gone. Um, a lot, like along with the logbook, the logbook going missing twice is definitely something that that stands out. It because there's no record of what happened. It, it it's like a siren, but in the form of a ship that leads sailors to their demise because of greed taking over. However, it has happened roughly 140 years ago, so unfortunately, we will never know what happened. Thank you so much for listening to the Perceptive Podcast. I'll be posting a series of images in relation to the theory on Instagram, the app Perceptive Pod. Leave a comment on the post if you have any theories on what is happening in the Devil's Triangle. Thanks again so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.